Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, a single story, just a few minutes long in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill them with a great story. And of course, on Thursday, join us for our full hour-long episode, an hour filled with stories for you and your family. This Thursday, Pippa White will be with us. The Nebraska storyteller who specializes in telling stories from history will tell us a story of Eva, a little girl who was aboard the Titanic. You won't want to miss that on our Thursday full hour-long episode drop. In the meantime, I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by one of our assistant producers, Lacey Olson. Lacey, great to have you with me. Good to be here. We're going to hear a Betty Ann Wiley story. Tell us all about it. Oh, yeah. I personally love this story. It's one that I came across a very long time ago, and I've listened to it several times. And it is called Madeir, Loving Someone You've Never Met. And it is just the sweetest story about families and ancestors and, you know, just loving those people through the stories you hear about them. It's yeah. a perfect little cute story. Isn't that the way, you know, you are, are, that's what our stories do, right? Is they help us to understand and love one another. Yeah. yeah. Uh, e- e- even people who may even have gone before us, right, that we never had an opportunity mm-hmm. to meet. And uh, Betty Ann Wadi is a terrific storyteller, and we're going to bring you this story right now. Thanks for joining us on today's Appleseed Bite. My dear, I never met my husband's grandparents. By the time I married their grandson, James Hill Wiley, or as they called him, Little Jimmy, they had all died. But I know them. I know them because I've heard about them. I've heard about them from the people who lived with them, the people who loved them. I've heard that his dignified maternal grandparents, Mr. and Mrs. Wiley, were pillars of the community in Birmingham, Alabama. But that didn't stop their grandchildren from nicknaming them Poo-Poo and Boo-Boo. Poo-Poo was James Hamilton Wiley. They say he was a fine dresser, who hated being told that he looked a lot like that scoundrel FDR. And he was a fine merchant whose pockets bulged with the candy and the shiny pennies he brought home to his grandchildren from his jitney jungle grocery stores. Boo-Boo was his wife, Mary Coleman Wiley, from Riverside, Alabama. I've heard... She was a woman who never met an ailment she didn't like. But I wasn't there, so I can't say. Papa was what he called his mama's daddy, Dr. Thomas Bowen Hill, who was a dentist in Montgomery. They say Papa had a practiced touch with his patients, a disciplined touch with his children, and a modest touch with his money. Papa was married to his second cousin, Lida Inge Hill. All their children and grandchildren called her, my dear, which was their contraction 
of mother dear. But papa and my dear just called each other cuz. My dear's only daughter, the second of her four children, is my mother-in-law, Laura Inge Hill Wiley. We call her Lala. At age 95, Lala has outlived her parents and her husband and all three of her brothers. And she's quick to remind us that as she's gotten older, she's gotten forgetful. Sometimes she forgets the names of her neighbors or her nurses or her own next of kin. But she hasn't forgotten how to play bridge. She still counts trumps and takes tricks with the best of them. And she hasn't forgotten my dear. She loves to tell about her. And we love to listen. Lala says, everybody love my dear. Lala says my dear had more friends than anybody. Lala says the reason she had more friends than anybody was because she buttered them up. She always said it was just as easy to say something nice about somebody as it was to down them. She always said, you can catch more flies with sugar than you can with vinegar. My dear belonged to every society in Montgomery, Alabama, from the Literary Club to the Altar Guild, from the DAR to the Colonial Dames, you name it, she was in it. My mother-in-law says I'm a lot like my dear. She says everybody loves my dear, and she says everybody loves me. When Lala butters me up like that, I say, mm-hmm, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. When Papa died, my dear went into mourning. She dressed in black from head to toe because she was heartbroken. She wore that black hat and veil, black dress and gloves, black shoes and stockings for the proper amount of time because she was a proper woman in a proper place. But I know she had a twinkle in her eye, even in her widow's weeds, because I've heard how she and little Jimmy always hooked their pinkies together whenever they met and said in perfect unison, we're pals, partners, and pigs. (coughs) One Christmas, He saved up his allowance to buy her a pair of salt and pepper shakers made like pink china pigs decorated with hand-painted roses. When she died, he inherited them. Every Christmas, we unpack those little pigs and thread gold cord through their curly pink tails. Then I hang them on our Christmas tree. And I remember, my dear, a woman I never met. I feel even closer to my dear when I pass on this story she told to her daughter, who told it to her son, my husband, who in his turn told it to me. My dear, Loving Someone You Never Met, a story told for you by Betty Ann Wiley. I've been listening to it not only with you, but also with Lacey Olson, one of our assistant producers. Lacey, thanks for bringing that story to us. Of course. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Where where did that story take you as you listened to it? 
So as I listened to it again, I realized how much has changed in my life from the first time I had heard it. And when I had first heard it, I, you know, thought of all the people in my life. I've been told about all my ancestors that came before me and kind of what stories am I going to pass down and leave for the future, you know? Yeah. But now I'm in a very, very different point in life. I'm married into a new family. That's a very different dynamic for me. <laughs> I'm the oldest of four kids in my family and my husband's the absolute youngest and he's got several <laughs> nieces and nephews. And along with that, there's just a whole new family get to, to get to know, you know? Yeah. And I think this story brings one of the first things I ever got to know about this family was the fact that one of my husband's nieces, uh, she passed away at a very, very young age uh -huh. as a child, like two years old or something. Yeah. And that's a very close and tender story and feeling for that family even yeah. now. And it's something that, you know, it can be hard in like the times of thinking about her birthday or different holidays and wishing she was there. And I, I never got to meet her, you know? Yeah. But in those moments, I feel like, you know, there's something to look forward to with this family of like knowing that there's someone I have yet to meet, yeah. but someone I get to know all these stories about and see that the, the love that they all have for this person who's not here. And it brings everybody together even today. Yeah. Everybody that is here is drawn by this one person and the memories they have with her. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And it's something I've never been introduced to until now. Yeah. I As you talk about it, I, I think about the importance of preserving these stories in the family, right? Mm -hmm. Because suddenly you're now a part of this family, a part of the family of your in-laws. Yeah. And they have preserved these tales, you know. Mm -hmm. Had they not taken time to mark those memories and preserve them in the family storytelling that they do, then you wouldn't be meeting your husband's niece in such a rich way. Oh yeah. Now. Yeah. You know. For sure. It's important, isn't it, to 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 hang on to those family stories and to tell them and tell them often. Oh yeah. Definitely. <laughs> we tell them I can't even think of a time where we haven't you know, just said, oh, we've got 11 grandkids here. Right. And she's definitely one of them. We include yeah. her in everything. And oh, she's still a part of the family. Yeah. Well, the story was Madeer, loving someone you never met. Betty Ann Wiley, the storyteller. And a pleasure to bring you that story here on the Appleseed. Join us on Thursday for a story from Pippa White, the Nebraska storyteller, who will share a story about Eva, a young girl, and her experience on the Titanic. You won't want to miss that. And there will be a lot more in that uh, episode as well for you to love. I'm Sam Payne. Thanks for joining us. And I can't wait to be with you again on the Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by the Appleseed.